This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. So what is the kind of accepted definition of long COVID or, or past post-acute sequelae of COVID? The jury is still a little bit out, but the generally accepted definition is people who have persistent symptoms after four weeks. So this is a nice review from the journal Nature, and it shows how kind of week one to week two, that's really the acute symptoms where people are still, you can actively culture virus from their respiratory tract. Um, and then chronically after week four, some people were, are gonna have persistent subacute or ongoing symptoms. Again, in different organ systems, you see general fatigue, lungs, brain, cardiac, uh, blood clots, thromboembolism, chronic kidney disease, and even hair loss up to, up to three months to even six months afterwards. So the generally accepted definition is persistent symptoms after four weeks, but you'll see as we'll talk about different studies kind of use different thresholds, which makes it really challenging to compare apples to apples when we're reading the scientific literature or even the popular press. The other thing that makes it really challenging is that symptoms are not necessarily always correlated or equal to organ dysfunction or at least organ dysfunction that we can measure. And what that means is that you have people who may be really severely ill, even critically ill on death's door, on a ventilator, paralyzed, flipped over onto their bellies in the prone position. And a couple of weeks afterwards, sometimes I'll see them in clinic and they'll be remarkably unscathed, walking around doing well. And then on the flip side of that, sometimes I'll see patients who, again, were never hospitalized, but are having persistent, disabling chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, um, despite having you know, a normal chest x-ray, say, or a normal echocardiogram, an ultrasound of the heart. And again, is it that our tools are still too crude to measure kind of microscopic organ dysfunction? Could it be things that we can't measure, like underlying inflammation that's going on? Could there be, as we like to say in medicine, a multifactorial explanation? Could there just be lots of things contributing? It's still early to tell, and different people are going to respond differently. So this is an active area of research why um, every single person kind of has a different presentation later, and it's very humbling. And that's why the treatment and diagnosis really need to be very individualized. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.